Hello and welcome to the Dynamite Podcast. My name is Joe Rybant, and each and every week we'll be here talking about the week ahead, the week that was, and much, much more. I'm back in the Delaware Valley, the trip to Walt Disney World, a pleasant, distant memory. No time last week to podcast, as right when I got back into the office, we were working to send Raise the Dead number 3, Cylon Apocalypse number 4, and New Battlestar Galactica number 10 off to press. This week, we're hard at work on the Lone Ranger collection, as well as Highlander number 8, Savage Tales number 2, and If the Stars Are in Alignment, Witchblade Shades of Grey number 2. A quick mention of something that was done before I left, but came together while I was away. If you haven't heard enough of my soothing voice this week, head on over to the Collected Comics Library podcast. It's called Trade Secrets, where I spend some time with Chris for an interview. You can find that over at Collected Comics Library, one word, dot blogspot.com. Look for it there somewhere on the homepage. And as soon as my wife finishes wading through the approximately one billion pics and videos she took of our time in Disney, look for a couple shots of myself and Jungle Girl writer Doug Murray from our dinner at the Rose and Crown in Epcot. I talk with Doug about a few upcoming projects and look for his debut in Savage Tales this fall. Speaking of Savage Tales, we got an approved Sonya pitch ready to script from a red-hot writer to be named shortly, as well as contributions beginning in issue number four from Brandon Jerwa, the aforementioned Doug Murray, and the return of Mike Raked. There are no new books this week, but since we weren't around last week, I'm going to give you a quick heads up uh, what's waiting for you in stores if you haven't been. For any fans picking up this week's books or any of our other Dynamite comics, be sure to head on over to the Dynamite message boards at dynamiteentertainment.com boards and tell us what you think. Last week, the following Dynamite titles hit store shelves. Look for them this week if you didn't get a chance to get to your store. Red Sony number 22, Painkiller Jane number 1, Highlander number 7, and New Battlestar Galactica number 9. Next week, be on the lookout for Dark Xena number 2, The Boys number 7, and The Boys Trade Paperback. Got a lot of reviews to get through here, so let's get right to it and talk about some dynamite in the news. First up, the Best Shots crew took a look at Painkiller Jane number one, saying, quote, The gonzo nature of the action is probably an acquired taste, but it's a lot of crazy fun. Jimmy Palmiotti rings the pulpy tropes for all they're worth, and Lee Motor has a ball drawing the heroine in various states of kinetic undress. It all leads to an end sequence that would be gratuitous in another book, but feels right at home in the loopy reality that this title creates. Red Sony number 22 from the Best Shots crew saying, quote, The outright consistency of this title is shocking. It's fairly obvious that Elming was born to write Barbarians, and the art, whether by Mel Ruby or in this case of this issue, regular pinch hitter Holmes, is always top notch. I almost groaned when I saw the zombie pirates, considering that one movie this summer, but that familiarity was completely trumped by a new twist, Zombie Whale. You have no idea how happy it makes me to type that. Glad we could oblige. Take a look also, Broken Frontier took a look at Painkiller Jane number one, saying, quote, The artwork is provided by Lee Motor, and his occasionally angular, cartoony touches give the book a quirky look of its own. Although the pantless commute and beach scene provide a measure of cheesecake, Motor also gives Jane a somewhat gawky appearance and gait as a result of her injuries. It serves to drive home that what this heroine does is not always pretty, and having a healing factor doesn't mean one can't get messed up royally. A new reviewer, HorrorYearbook.com, took a look at Raise the Dead number one. Very fun review, and I'll just give you a taste of it by uh, repeating this. Quote, I never thought I'd say this, but there's a page in this book that has the best-looking zombie ass I ever did see. I'm sick, aren't I? End quote. No comment. PaperbackReader.com took a look at Painkiller Jane number one, saying, quote, I won't give away plot or story, but this was a great, worthwhile read. 
The story is tight, meaty, and dialogue snappy and believable. Jane, as a character, seems a lot more complex, or maybe a lot more mature, than I remember her, and she's already showing more interpersonal relationship skills than I recall her having. There's also a lot of overt sexiness in this issue, including a mostly naked train ride and another encounter I won't give away. End quote. Comics Waiting Room reviewer Mark Mason celebrated his 400th post with Dynamite by taking a look at a mess of titles, and let's pick them off one by one here. First up, Lone Ranger number 5, Mark said, quote, It's difficult to find new things to say about this series. Matthews and Cariello have yet to hit a false note as the story's progressed, and the characters only get stronger and more intriguing on the page, particularly Tonto. Raise the Dead number 2, Mark thought, quote, we begin to get some background into what's going on, and the characters find a little time to get to know and hate one another, which proves to be a smart move on the author's part. Petrus also gets to stretch a bit more on the art side, given more locales and more zombies to work with, as well as some choice moments that take place before the dead got hungry and went out for brains. Dark Xena number one, quote, The book necessarily lacks the joyful humor of Layman's first book, and Neves is absent as felt, but this is still entertaining and very readable. We know the ultimate outcome, but the journey is always the best part, right? We agree. We think so, Mark. Absolutely. Dark Man vs. the Army of Darkness, issues 3 and 4. Mark particularly liked the closing here, saying, quote, Dense and compressed storytelling, art that serves the story and never itself. They don't make them like this very often anymore. End quote. Glad you enjoyed it, Mark. Classic Battlestar Galactica number 4 and 5. Quote, sees artist Carlos Rafael finally turn loose for big action, and the book gets better for it, end quote. And closing, one of Mark's favorite series that we put out, classic Battlestar Galactica Cylon Apocalypse issues two and three. Mark had this to say, quote, Grillo Mark's watch has taken the best of the new series, melded it to the classic version, and let his creative side run wild. In fact, if the original series had been this good on a consistent basis, as the new one is, it would have survived, no matter the budget problems that dragged it down. End quote. Broken Frontier took a look at Red Sonia Vacant Shell, saying, quote, But the real highlight of the issue is the art of Paul Renaud. His line work here is exquisite, and the colors by Renaud and Chukri have a much richer palette than many of the Sonia stories. All this plus Sonia in a Slave Leia-style outfit. Really, what more could a fantasy fan ask for? Broken Frontier also took a look at Dark Xena number one, saying, quote, There is definite potential in the what-if premise of this series, and it looks like it will prove to be a fun read. End quote. SilverBulletComicBooks.com took a rather extensive look at Painkiller Jane number one. I encourage everyone to check out the full review. I'm going to excerpt part of it here, saying, quote, The current issue of Painkiller Jane is a fast-moving treat that works as a chapter in a larger plot and as a standalone story. Casada and Palmiati remember that all-important beginning, middle, and end, or if you prefer, setting the stage, performing, and scene. The cliffhanger, which arises from the emotional drama between the curious rather than the expected kinetic ballet, will very likely make you wonder what will happen next. Yet the ending could have served as well as an ending for the entire series. New reviewer to Dynamite, The Buy Pile over at ComicBookResources.com took a look at Painkiller Jane number 1 and had the following to say, Speaking of fine craft, the script for this issue of Painkiller Jane should be used as introduction for neophyte comics writers. Whether or not you know any of the backstory of the lead character, every possible relevant bit of information is revealed without lengthy captions or plotting exposition, all while giving the titular character a chance to reveal her personality and deft strokes. The issue has action, a smart plot, 
interesting characters that form an emotional connection for the reader and solid, if not remarkable, art. Plus, just for fun, two half-naked girls make out with each other. Seriously. You can't beat that. Fantastic comics making here, and thanks go to the reader who suggested this issue be reviewed. Has your site or a site you frequent done a review that we're not aware of? If so, please send it on over to letters at dynamiteentertainment.com. And before we go, let's do a Dynamite Tease of the Week. I spent Monday morning sorting through the art for a new collection coming from Dynamite later on this year. It's going to be our first ever newspaper strip reprint project, and I'll let you guess as to what it is. I'll give you a hint. It's for an existing license. So that'll do it for this week. Thanks for listening. Email us and tell us what you think. We may just send you something for your thoughts. You never know. As always, we can be reached online at dynamiteentertainment.com, and I can be reached at submissions at dynamiteentertainment.com or letters at dynamiteentertainment.com. To find a comic shop near you, visit csls.diamondcomics.com or call 1-888-COMIC-BOOK.